Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Clark Ford a Studio here this morning. Got a couple of uh, college football things to discuss. Might be the day Brian Harson is fired. He is back from his vacation back in the United States. Probably about to get paid a lot of money, um, even if Auburn would not like to. Not the greatest night on the uh, on the hardwood for the Tigers last night. They fall in Fayetteville. We'll discuss that a little bit. Ole Miss in Alabama tonight, 7.30 from the Pavilion. So, uh, ah, plenty of things going on. On today's show, show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Still trying to give you 10 free dollars. Free money is good. All you have to do is take a picture of the QR code right there at the pump, any Blue Sky location in Mississippi, and that automatically opens up the Exxon Mobile app. 1,000 points automatically, 10 bucks. Oxford Exxon, even the uh, the pump you were using at the time. So take advantage of that. Lunch special is five sixty nine, two sides bread, 32-ounce drink, and more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford, is in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. You call it. Ask for uh, my friend Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He will send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Be a uh, great place. Go grab a beer, a um, po' boy, a burger, appetizer, Ole Miss and Alabama tonight at 7.30. Be a great place to stop on your way to the game, after the game, whatever the case may be. Our great uh, bar selection, the whole deal there at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also in New Albany. So we'll get into a couple different topics. I I, I laughed at this, so if I give anybody else a laugh this morning. We, we, we care about feelings a lot more in 2022 than we did in the past, for, for sure. We do? Uh, yeah, I think so. And I, I saw this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna to choose today for this to be real, and I actually think it is because I saw some replies under it. Did you see this? Wetzel quote tweeted it this morning no. and said, if it's great, it's a letter from 1974. Um, it is from a Cleveland Browns. Oh, I just saw Have this. you seen this? Gabe just sent yeah, this to so me. So it's from a Cleveland Browns season ticket holder to the Cleveland Browns um, address to their general counsel. And it says, gentlemen, I'm one of your season ticket holders who attends or tries to attend every game. It appears that one of the pastimes of several fans has become the selling of paper airplanes generally made out of the game program. As you know, there's little, there's a risk of serious eye injury and perhaps ear injury as a result of such airplanes. I'm sure this has been called to your attention and that uh, that several of your ushers and policemen witnessed the same. Please be advised that since you're in position to control or terminate such action on the part of fans, I will hold you responsible for an injury sustained to any person... <laughs> 
and my party attending one of your sporting events, it is hoped that um, that this is disrespectful and possibly dangerous activity will be terminated. Very truly yours, Wetzel and Andrus, um, by Dale O. Cox. The Cleveland Browns General Counsel, his only response, Dear Mr. Cox, attached a letter that we received on November 19, 1974. I feel that you should be aware that some asshole is signing your name to stupid letters. <laughs> Very truly yours, Cleveland Stadium Corporation. <laughs> James N. Bailey, General Counsel. Go Browns. <laughs> so, I love them. I guess that would mean go Ravens. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, <laughs> there was another spot on Twitter where uh, the person who wrote it said he was 28 at the time and full of a little more piss and vinegar than maybe. Said, said Art Modell was not pleased when he saw the letter, but it, was, uh, it wasn't quite factual. So, <laughs> Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Like I said, I'm just going to choose this morning for it to be real. It made my day better, so that's what we're going to. Uh, I think we're, it's real. We're we're, we're going to go with and Gabe and Gabe and Jay and I have a group text, and Gabe is is he thinks it is accurate. Gabe believes it is accurate. Okay. Um, somebody asked in the thread, and it's probably worth at least mentioning because I I know we caught some heat on Twitter. There was an Emily person moving from Florida to Oxford, um, and they were getting retweeted by a lot of Ole Miss football staff. I think it's the significant other of one of the coaches. Is what it is. It is. That was my interpretation it of is, that. Which led to one of the creepiest threads in it, the history of rebelgrove.com, which is saying something. That's not a low bar. That is that is a high <laughs> bar. When 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 you get up in the upper echelons of creepy rebelgrove.com threads, yeah. You've achieved something. I'm not sure what, but something. Speaking of, this also got mentioned yesterday. Because creepy was a word used. Where'd you fall on the Mike McDaniel phone call to Tua yesterday that was all over the internet? Oh, so I'm not aware of this. You've not seen this? No. Okay. I probably should have sent it to you just to make sure. Uh, Schefter had retweeted it, so it was kind of everywhere. And there was a big thread on the board about it. They and Look, this is social media, whatever. But Mike McDaniel, the new coach of the Dolphins, is on the plane, I guess, <coughs> headed to Miami or whatever he was doing for his press conference. And it's recording the first phone call of him calling Tua, going, hey, excited to work with you or whatever. Okay. But a couple of problems with it. A, a camera on a guy is strange. Like, it automatically changes the dynamics of a phone call. Of course. Um, McDaniel, I think really good football coach, but not the most socially polished human in the, in the, in the history of the world by any stretch of the imagination. He's a football nerd. He's a football nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, he's got AirPods in, so we can't hear Tua's responses. And the video came off really strangely with him like telling Tua all the great things that's happening, but we can't hear anything else. You probably should watch it. Like the the, the transcript is probably not a big deal, but when you watch it, you go, "That was weird. Yeah. That was really strange." But I almost kind of blame the Dolphins' social media crew for putting him in a weird position. Well, it's exactly because he knows he's being filmed talking to this cat, doing the one thing in life that he's not good at, and you're yeah. going to put it on film. And put it out like it's, hey, look at this promotional thing that we're. That's not what. That's not why you hired him. Mm-hmm. It you, was you didn't hire him because he's the great communicator. You hired him because Sean McVay essentially said the guy is a genius. He's a savant. He sees the all twenty-two in real time. Mm-hmm. In a does this sound familiar? In a way that. Most people can't. Well, most people, and I'm not, I'm not painting with a broad brush here, 
But most people who are like that are kind of socially awkward. Sure. Well, you don't get everything. Well, and they're, they're things. I mean, uh, when you stood in line yeah. and got certain attributes, that meant that you had less time in the other lines. When you stood and, hey, we're going to give you a whole lot of football IQ here, that means when you got to some other stuff, they're like, hey, we kinda, we're out. You're full. Yeah, you're, you, we, we, we've run out of that. You're not going to get much of that. It was it was the absolute worst setup. Because even if you could hear some responses and hear the conversation, it would have come off much better. And now does it really freaking matter? No, not even a little bit. It's a scoreboard business. Yeah, He will win or he won't. When the Dolphins play their first game, the scoreboard will read 0-0, zero to zero, and there will be a 15-0-0, and under the QTR, it'll go 1. They'll flip a coin. Someone will kick a ball, likely through the end zone, and someone will take over at their own 25, and we'll roll. And it'll start to click down, and they'll count everything. They will. Like Billy Chappell says, yeah, we count everything. Yards, points, everything. And if they go 13 and 4, nobody will give two dams. If they go 13 and 4, he will be the most endearing nerd <laughs> in the history of South Florida. And if they go 4 and 13, they'll hate him. Well, it's a lot it's 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 a very large version, a very exponential version of what Missouri kind of has with Drinkwitz. It's funny when you're winning. But it's the nerd, the Star Wars sure. thing or whatever. He loses and kind of looks like the path maybe they're headed on a little bit, and suddenly he's just annoying. Eric Musselman. Yeah. yeah. He got shirtless out in the crowd after the game, and everybody goes, ah, it's great. Nobody would think that if they were losing. It's just that's the world we live in. I mean, Kiffin's that way. Mm-hmm. If Kiffin started losing here, people would go, this guy's really strange, man. <laughs> I don't know. This doesn't, this doesn't work. But because he wins, everybody's like, and it's that's your business. It is the it's the first cousin of that guy's an asshole. But my God, he's my asshole. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole deal. I would hate that SOB if he play, if, he, if he was coaching Alabama. But just, hey, you know what? Just is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just that's just how people are. Are you buying this McDaniel thing? You would would you buy stock in the Dolphins today? Um, Is that too strong because of a personnel issue? Yeah, but I would at least think about it because you you look at, I mean, their ownership is usually pretty motivated. They're willing to spend, and when you see guys like McVeigh rave about him, you're like, oh, okay, well maybe. Because McVeigh's a genius. It's obvious. I've learned when people, football people that I know and trust, like, yeah, that guy's a savant. What people say about him is that he sees the all 22 in a way that most people, and when I say most, like 99.9 something percent of people don't see. Processes thoughts quickly. He's an okay communicator inside the building. That's all that really matters. None of the other stuff really matters. He's kind of a goofball with media. Mm-hmm. So most media are going to kind of like him. He'll be fine. No one cares about all that crap anyway. Does anybody really care? 
I mean, you, it's a scoreboard. You're either going to win or lose. But he got the job because of his football acumen, not because he could conduct. Can you talk to Ryan about it? Brown? Uh, no. Just have watched his Twitter. Has it been a mostly positive? Ryan's wife is not a fan. She thinks that this is obviously a disaster. Because and, of his social skills. Yes. Because and he's trying to convince her that it's fine I because think, of his I football acumen. I think Ryan's worried that she's right. But <laughs> Ryan's a Dolphins fan, and, and you're, you're conditioned. You're conditioned for disappointment. It's like being a Cubs fan. Well, I mean, I, can, I convinced myself that the Saints made the right hire hiring a guy that went 8-28 and in his last head coaching stop. Your brain can do some things. Sure, you rationalize a lot of things. I mean, because look, considering the Saints' history, it's a bold statement to go, yeah, but that was the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, come on. What, that's a shit franchise. What are you talking about? Yeah, we, <laughs> that won't happen here. We've been good for so long. We're not the Florida Gators at all where we're one coach and one quarterback. That's not possible. <laughs> no. Like, no. I know we didn't win a playoff game until 2000. but now, The odds are good. overwhelming that the Saints have figured out winning culture. Okay. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Breeze and Peyton. Yeah, nah. They were just there. Mickey Loomis, exec of the year, even though we're $60 million over the cap. It's all good. What's <laughs> the problem? <laughs> I'd hate to be his 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 his, uh, his capologist. I mean, just. Oh, can you imagine? Mickey, no, we cannot do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just make the numbers work. Yeah, can Carol. you imagine that cat when he goes home at night? Yeah, hey, Carol, just, make, just run the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The Saints did not hire Levy Smith. That's very true. It's true. Is this, we're going to move on. I got, we actually have a good many topics today. I'm just kind of all over the place. Does Brian Flores' attorney want people to hate him or something? Just congratulate the Texans on a coach and shut up. I've, I've said this for a minute. I don't, I don't understand. The I mean, statement of going, Hey, we had, we're really glad you hired him, but it should have been me. Well, hold on. You know, I I don't I, I want to know who's financing this. Why this man's throwing his career away. I'm hopeful for his sake, genuinely, I'm hopeful for his sake that there is a lot of bank behind this. Because this is insanity. Guy was incredibly well thought of around the league, was getting interviews, and was going to get a job, if not in this cycle, the next one. Mm -hmm. And he's thrown that all away, and his attorneys are putting out commentary that make him look like an idiot, frankly. Yes. I just, I don't know, it was a strange deal yesterday. Uh, we'll go to break. We'll come back. We'll talk about some other stuff. But um, Ole Miss Bama basketball tonight, seven thirty. It merely is up to depending on how Alabama shoots. Right? If they hit, they are going to win the basketball game. Yeah, and when it, Alabama shoots well, they're a really good team. When they don't, they look like crap. Ole Miss's problem is that the way to beat Alabama is to go outscore them. Like, and, like and that's like Alabama scored eighty points against Auburn and still lost the game. Because they give up one hundred and one. You know, I mean. Defensively, Alabama's not great. No, they, they don't even really – that's not really what they, what they emphasize. Now, you know, you can lock them down, but Ole Miss doesn't have the length and size of Kentucky or the athleticism of Kentucky. They're not going to be able to oh, the depth. clamp yeah, clamp down on Alabama. Because Bama's going to try to go, go. go yeah, go, well, that's go, what go. The, and, and Ole Miss is not. 
Ken Palm giving Ole Miss a 33% chance of winning the game tonight. They are predicting 74-69 tied. Oh, a five-point game. What's the line? Uh, I'll go pull it up. You think that's too what? I don't know. I mean, it's SEC basketball. I I anticipate a sort of dead environment, so sometimes it's hard to generate much energy. In those I mean, games. More, a little more low scoring potentially. Yeah, just kind of you got to make a little yourself, ugly early for sure. You got to make yourself get into the game. That affects both sides kind of equally too. That's a home and like it just it just muddies the game up all the way around. Is what it does. Purdue hammered Illinois by the way last night. Well, Purdue's got. I can't think of the kid's name. You would think I would as many times as I hear it. They've got that six four guard who can freaking play. Uh, Bama's a six point favorite tonight. Six point favorite. Over under one forty three and a half of seventy ish a piece. Yeah, I mean it's hard to go under on an Alabama game. Frankly, seventy four sixty nine plays it kind of Yeah, I'm I I don't I'm not betting that game. I'm not betting any game, but I'm not betting that one. That doesn't feel right. No, I no no no. I mean, because I, I, I mean, you you could look like a complete moron either way. Because again, I mean, Bama hits a bunch of threes, and I mean, there's gonna it's 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 blitzkrieg. And yes, Mark, it's Jaden Ivy. I don't know, why I can't think of his name. I never can think of that kid's name, Jaden Ivy. Will be a top four pick. The top four picks in the NBA draft are set. The order is not set. Although I know after last night, I know who I'm taking. Know it. No, don't even think about it. Completely. Jabari yeah. Smith Jr., my dude. There it is. You Here's want my him. pick. I want that. I want him. Here's my card. Take it. We're rolling the dice. I did not necessarily think that. He, he, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that game in a minute. He's so good. Those back to back threes late were pretty nice. Last was, night will be the. We'll get to it. Last yeah, night yeah. will be the best thing that happened to Auburn in a long time. You said that yesterday. Yeah, last night was good for Auburn. You felt so that many ways. They needed to lose. They were flirting with losing. They were starting to do the little things in a mediocre way. They were getting loose with the basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were getting a little too dependent on a couple of people and not dependent enough on the one dude who can carry them. It'll be a good that 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 went really well. Talk about that and more coming up in a minute. First, tell you about Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. It is a restaurant quality shrimp from a New Orleans based company right to your door, and then it pulls out of freezer and is on your plate in less than 10 minutes, still in boiling water. Doesn't take some fancy chef skill at all. And you can have uh, either one of their two flavors they have available right now. They have more coming as well that signature seasoning or French Quarter Alfredo. If you head to their Instagram, you can see a uh, recipe for the French Quarter Alfredo. It's uh, shrimp bacon cheese fries for maybe the Super Bowl this weekend. If you're trying to look for different things for uh, for that, you can buy one today. Get it delivered in time for uh, for that as well. Also, um, you can uh, buy at least four pounds and get free shipping on that. And use code MPW twenty dollars off with PrimeShrimp.com. So again, use MPW and get it straight to your door. Twenty dollars off. Southern Traditions Farm is a sixty-eight acre, thirty-two stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility. In Canton, Mississippi, with two sand rings, a grass ring, and miles of wooded trails, there's a lot to be offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first 
horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Under the teachings of one of the best young professionals in the sport, Bowers Cone, Southern Traditions has high hopes for the future. Along with owners Ben and Hillary Craddock, Southern Traditions has become one of the leading equestrian facilities in Mississippi. For questions or information about lessons, boarding, or sales, please contact Bowers Cone at bowerscone, the number one, at gmail.com or message a Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram. We're brought to you by Bell & Grove, based out of Chattanooga. Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove. It's a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. Um, it, they specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. Bell & Grove can navigate through uh, supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a uh, custom solution for their shipping needs. So whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They also provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your uh, destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone. The Rogue has all the best items from uh, Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. It's uh, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or The Rogue. I guess it's brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page. Everything going on this week and every week. Waitress, the uh, National Broadway Tour is at the Ford Center to uh, tonight. Tomorrow you have Ox Film Presents, King of Film Record, Montgomery to Memphis. That's at the Powerhouse at 6 o'clock. And then uh, on February 12th, maybe for the kiddos, Dogman, the musical, it is at the uh, Ford Center as well. Got a lot of basketball back on Saturday for South Carolina at the uh, at the pavilion. More stuff coming as well as baseball season getting close nine days away from uh, first pitch right now. So visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Podcast also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy 662-236-2222. GNM offers MedSync, which fills your prescriptions the same day each month and takes care of you. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. And they're available in Holly Springs as well with Tyson Drugs. So whether you need those things or Rightway Meds, which individually packages your medication, GNM can take care of you. So again, 662-236-2222. The uh, other couple games tonight, Georgia at Florida. That is at 530 in Gainesville. Florida is a 14-point favorite over the Bulldogs. That is a huge line with Florida's guard play. And then uh, yeah. 8 o'clock tonight, pretty good game in Starkville. The Volunteers um, in town playing oh, the Bulldogs yeah. tonight. That is a good game. Uh, Tennessee by one in, uh, in that one. Big opportunity for state. I haven't pulled up the. I guess I could, I could pull the up net, the new net. Um, a couple different things here plays into some stories I want to look at. We will get to basketball. I got a couple football things first. Uh, 
We have an offensive kind of roster snapshot at rebelgrove.com. We'll have a defensive too, probably today, maybe in the morning. Um, years of eligibility remaining in each position, players, whether they've used their transfer portal year, um, who have a, who has a COVID year remaining as well, trying to give you guys an understanding of sort of where the roster sits and, frankly, probably, um, at least for me, educating myself on it too to a certain extent. I, I'll tell you what stuck out um, is that they definitely still feel like they need another running back because mo- we've tried to put only scholarship players in this for the most part. I don't know whether Isaiah Willard is on scholarship. That's the one I really was not sure about as I was uh, as I was putting this together yesterday. But since he had SEC carries in his career, I added him. But even with Willard, only four backs on the roster from a scholarship standpoint, um, and that includes Judkins. Um, a little, little light there. And then I forgot – just how many offensive linemen they have on scholarship and are using right now. We'll see who develops. We'll see what comes of it. But it made me at least on a more long-term nature feel a little better about their line play because, that I mean, you're not ever going to hit 100 or 0. So I would assume some of those guys are going to pan out and they need to. Sure. Um, but that was a that was a, that was kind of the couple things that I went out and said, hey, it's maybe a little better. Now, at the same time, you're going to see some portal in and out. It's a two-way door. We talk about that. And yeah. that's going to come, especially, I feel like, at that position to some level because, I mean, frankly, they've got like 20 offensive linemen on scholarship right now. It's a big number. Um, yeah, they're going to have some guys leave after after spring. I don't think there's any question about that. They're going to bring in some guys and they're going to have some guys leave. Because they have to. I mean, you got to make room. And that's just the way it's going to be. I mean, if you're at the end of spring and you've been there a little while and you're third team, you've got a decision to make. Casey Kelly has been put on scholarship, um, yeah. so they have. I think they actually are using six scholarships on tight ends right now. I think it's it, it's five or six. Again, this this is not overly scientific. Ole Miss is not just going to hand you a list of their eighty five scholarships, but um, no, they that is not. the best of my. You didn't think to just call over there and ask. I mean, I could have, but I don't. I don't. I don't anticipate getting a very, a very clear answer. You don't think um, that would have gone well? I, hey, I'm just curious. I'm writing something. <laughs> but I mean, you look at you know running backs snaps in 2021 from an experience standpoint. Bullock 35, Evans 208. That's it. Yeah, that's all you got. Yeah. I mean, not a lot there. They're pretty high on Judkins, but yeah, you hadn't. Yeah, sure, hadn't, hadn't done played. It yeah. And then ESPN had a. Um, out of their way – look, this is premium winter content here. Um, they took their way too early top 25 and then did a what worries each team the most. And I just kind of assumed quarterback play for Ole Miss, but as I saw it, I actually agree with this, even though I could have grabbed two or three other things too, but it was wide receiver depth that they're just not wide receivers to the most point on that. And I don't – that wouldn't have been what I picked, but it kind of highlighted it. I think the portal's going to take care of that. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, this isn't including Malik Heath. This isn't including the possibility of Deion Smith. I mean, that's, yeah. that's that's substantial. And maybe one more. Yeah, yeah, sure. Not the kid from Vanderbilt, by the way. Cam Johnson. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Also, and this is scary for media because you can't take their words on this because everybody's confident about everybody. But I, I do think that Jalen Knox is probably a little better than he's getting credit for being in some of these things. Or sure. at least Ole Miss expects him to be. Um, well, the news cycle is really short now. You you you, you forget that lives a year. A dude ago. disappears for a year, and you just, you forget him. In fairness, 
I'm not one to always defend the national yeah, media, yeah, yeah. but I'm going to give them a. Hey, remember they've got that wide out that sat out that yeah. did it. It's like, oh, come on. I'm going to right. give them a pass on, on that. He was at Mizzou and he was academically ineligible and their stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, okay, like, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, giving them a pass. I get it. Wide receiver's an issue. Yeah. Sure. Mingo's got to stay healthy. I mean, you lose Ontario Drummond and you lose Braylon Sanders. That's a lot of, that's a lot of production that walks off your campus. Yeah, Jonathan was hurt a lot last year. Didn't really play in the second half of the season. Certainly wasn't effective after he got hurt. So, yeah, there's question marks. I have question marks at defense. Defensive line, line, specifically edge. You think the edge is a bigger deal than the middle? I mean, I like Cedric Johnson. I think there's a chance that he has a really good year and he addresses some of this. And maybe, uh, is it Ivy? Yeah. Uh Speaking of Ivies, um, you know, maybe he's – steps in and, and is a contributor, but replacing Sam Williams's output, it got overlooked a little bit because early in the season there was so much focus on what they were doing offensively because they were lighting the world on fire. Sam Williams had a special season. He was I mean he was he, he was, had but he had better stats than the guy that finished second for the Heisman. Yeah. He he was so impactful and even in on plays where he didn't get a stat he was forcing by the second half of the season, he was forcing deep, uh, offensive coordinators to game plan around him. And I don't know that they have that guy right now on defense. The guy that, if you're a coordinator, you look at him on film and go, okay, we've got to address seven here. I don't know if it's because of his history. I don't know what it is. He's ranked too low in these, not really mock drafts, but rankings for draft-eligible prospects. Like I saw ESPN had him, they had him listed as an outside linebacker versus instead of a defensive end, but he was ranked number 10, and that felt low. It was behind three or four SEC guys. It was behind – I mean, the other guy at Michigan's really good. Um, a Boe or whatever. I, I'm, I'm blanking out a the little bit. Nigerian kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's really um, good. Yeah, I'm not like, – point being, I'm not saying at the top, but it felt it felt really, really too low in some other spots. Um So, we'll see. Uh, ESPN had Corral, the number 27 overall prospect. Again, that's not team-dependent. That is simply just prospect standpoint. Um, might have been McShay. I guess he's back to work now. Todd? Yeah. You know, he had, like, that whole thing. Yeah, put him up I don't air know. Or whatever. I don't know. I hope so. He's a nice guy. Is he? Yeah, he used to come on our show in Mobile all the time. Huh. Okay. Didn't have to and did. During hand-size season? Draft stuff? Yeah, kind of all the time. Really? Talk draft, yeah. Uh, to my knowledge, I'm reading from the stream here, I don't think Ole Miss has made a decision on Brew McCoy. As of last, last week-ish, they had not. They were still doing their research. Including the research into whether or not he's eligible. Which is substantial. Sig- fairly significant. Because like that's the oddity of the transfer portal thing too. Look, I mean, I I assume he'll be happy here, and there's no reason to like necessarily work anybody up. But like Jalen Knox didn't use his free one because he had to sit out. Right. So he still technically has a transfer year from right. a free standpoint. Correct. Because he did the other thing. Like it's it's gotten fairly complicated. It's it's today's um. By the way, Ole Miss's pro day is March twenty fourth. It's the same day as Liberty's and Cincinnati's. 
The NFL tells you the NFL tells you when your pro day. Why do you why would they want them on the same day? I don't know. I mean, really, like what? But it's the NFL who sets those now. Well, yeah, sure. But why would you want them all on the same day? You can't. I, I don't know. So, uh, Malik Willis and uh, Desmond Ritter and Matt Corral will all have their pro day on the same day. So, some jets buckle up. <laughs> some jets are going to get tested, and then some teams are going to have decisions to make as to who. Where to are send, you sending this guy? And... Who's going where? Where's the coach going? Where's the GM going? It means that. You'll have a pretty good picture of unless they're where, doing misinformation. Unless you send the GM somewhere else intentionally. Can they all play that game? They have too much damn time on their hands. Of course, we've talked about this. I mean, it just we've talked about this a lot of times. It, it makes no freaking sense at all. The thing I found interesting. I wonder how complicated it is to get into to get to Liberty. Is that can you fly into Lynchburg? Sure, there's a private airport in Lynchburg. Yeah, sure. It's bigger than we give it credit for being, right? I've never been. I don't know. Right. I mean, I don't know. I know nothing about it. Yeah, I would think so. It'd be a busy day, though. You're GM. I mean, Malik's like the number six overall prospect. I mean, he might go like four or five. Well, they love his physical skills. Other SEC schools, if you're curious, they uh, questioned Alabama's depth at wide receiver. Was their uh, their flaw? Yeah. Championship letdown for Georgia. Cop out. Um, That's too easy. Come yeah. on. Give an answer. Instead, uh, A and M passing attack. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy That's that. That's fair. Um, who else is in the top twenty-five in the league? That's what I'm looking at. It's Florida. They're not. Oh, not Arkansas after last year. I thought they were in there. I'm, I'm getting down. Iowa quarterback play fifteen. Same as it ever was. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's a mad lib. You just kind of yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah, just offense, yeah. scoring. <laughs> Departures on defense for Cincinnati versus quarterback. That was interesting. Losing a lot on yeah, defense. Yeah, they lost, they lost a ton in their secondary. Oh, really? A lot. Yeah. They lost a lot of dudes. Uh, Arkansas is ranked number 20th in the preseason, or whatever the hell this is. Uh-huh. And uh, defensive secondary. Yeah, lost a lot of guys in the portal. Added the kid from Georgia out of the portal that played. I don't, I don't know what else they got. I have no idea. You don't know? No. Lost all the stuff to LSU. Uh, Kentucky, 21. Um, the trenches, both sides for Kentucky. That's a little bit of a warning sign there because that's where they're supposed to kind of make their hay. Their so strength. if that's your problem, yeah. do we do we sell Kentucky a little for next year? That's, that's one that stuck out to me a little bit or a pretty good bit. Receiving core for Ole Miss at 23. And then, uh, actually, South Carolina's ranked 25th in the preseason. Um, it feels like you're really buying the hype. You're doing a lot of Spencer Rattler in that one. I mean, you are doing – and he, he look, he did a – Beamer did a hell of a job last year. He really year. did. He did a great job. He did a he did a hell of a job. He did. And then, um, South see, defensive line was their, uh, their issue, which, again, in this league, that's not a good place to – I mean, kind of like Ole Miss is dealing with it a little bit, even though it wasn't what they picked. Um, 
The other thing that I found interesting. Because well, Texas A&M has all the defensive linemen. <laughs> They're all in one place. They don't have the quarterback, but they have every damn yeah. thing else, don't they? Yeah. Like it's, I mean, it's, you do wonder if hand raised guys walks onto their practice field this spring and goes, okay, so. Y'all are really good there. We have like 10 or 11 of those cats. And that's good. But we don't. Did you not think that we. They're, they're, they're a little shaky on some spots on offense. Yeah. Defensively, they could be loaded. And then. I mean, loaded. The other thing I found interesting story, you know, ESPN yesterday. And it was. Um, Returning production for the 2022 season. And, I mean, the one rule of this is if you sucked and everybody's back, that's not necessarily a good thing. You right. still suck because it's the same players. Yeah. And if you were good and you lost everybody, well, you have confidence you can build. So, I mean, this is not a overall accurate picture. But you there would, are a couple things. You wouldn't want to use this as a guide to bet your mortgage. Uh, no, no, no. Because, right. like, number three is Stanford. Well, they were pretty at damn average last year. I'm not going to go, hey, you know what? The Cardinals are going to go win the Pac-12. No, no, they're not. Right. They have the same sucky players back this season. And because it's Stanford and it's a little weirder to get in and stuff, they have less ability to do a lot of roster mobility, frankly, too. Um, if anything, that's kind of a bad thing there. It's like South Florida is number five. Well, okay. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Because they went, what, two and ten? They were bad last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we dove into them because of Weiss. Be, and, might be a sign to bet against them. Yeah. Southern Miss, number seven. They have 85% back from, from last year. They've tried to help in the portal a little bit, but it's it's a it's a road. Um, it's why NC State continues to be ranked so highly. They're 12. They have all their starters back from last season for the most part. 81% total, 75% on offense, 88% on defense. I've heard some people say if you're looking for a team to buy next season, it's kind of off the radar, that mm-hmm. might be it. State is number 20. You can make of that what you will. Well, you got a quarterback back for a third year. They have 72% on offense back, 84% on defense back. It's why it's so imperative for Ole Miss to get off to a great start because the back half of their schedule is just potentially brutal. I don't know what their schedule is, but if you wanted to potentially try to jump on some betting for a group of five team that made a run, UT San Antonio is 22 and has 77% of their back from the one-loss team last year. So interesting thing there with them. Um, what are you looking up? Looking up their football schedule. Who's? Let's find us a team to – You look up NC State's? No, UTSA. Oh, you're looking up this? Yeah. Okay. Well, I need a team to champion, you know? All right, let's see. Uh, they play – I don't think their schedule strength is good enough, frankly. They play Houston to open the season September 3rd, at Army September 10th, at Texas September 17th, Texas Southern after that. What's the rest of it? Why are you only giving me a four-game schedule? Are you in 2022? Yeah. Can't find their schedule? They Well, they gave me the first four games. Okay. I'm looking for it. Nope, that's it. That's all they got. Okay. So I guess they're not planning to play all the games. Yeah. They went twelve and two last year. Just to just I mean, you know. That's weird. Got a lot of guys back from twelve and two team. They lost in the Frisco Bowl. Do you remember who they played in the Frisco Bowl? Mr. McCurdy. Um uh, I don't. Ball State. Uh it's a good guess, but no. San San Diego State. Oh, okay. Them too. 
It's weird that they don't have their schedule. That really kind of bothers me. Uh, Ole Miss on this list, which is why I pulled up to start with, they are 98th in returning production. That is not a surprise um, at all. They are 114th in returning offensive production when you lose your quarterback and your wide receivers and your running backs. That kind of happens. 49%, uh, 68% on offense, on defense. That is 59th in the country. So overall, 59%, 98th. Baylor won behind them at 99. Just a little comparison there. And uh, see if there's any SEC teams below Ole Miss. There are not. Ole Miss is the lowest SEC team from a returning production standpoint. I do have NC State schedule up. Okay. It's pretty interesting. So they at East Carolina to open. Charleston Southern at home. Texas Tech at home. UConn at home. At Clemson. So 4-0 when they play the Tigers. Uh, Florida State at home. At Syracuse. Open date. Virginia Tech at home. Wake Forest at home, at Boston College, at Louisville, at North Carolina. God, the ACC sucks. It's that so is bad. such a manageable schedule. So bad. I mean, if you somehow if you, ten and two is doable. If that, you beat Clemson, at that point you become one of the teams to watch because there's nobody else on the schedule that's oh that's an L. Yeah, we got to go to Chestnut Hill next week. Yeah, I mean that's it. You got to go to Syracuse. Okay. <laughs> So when you look at their schedule, you go, that's there's one game that you look at it on the schedule and go, that's probably an L. Are you surprised Matt Campbell didn't do more to try to get out at the end of the year? They are 128th in returning production. I was gonna say what I don't They had everybody last year. What I don't know is how hard he tried. Maybe he just couldn't get something. Because I was told by some people who are in that kind of realm that this was the first time that he even was open to it. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe he just didn't get the bites. Yeah, possibly. He also hurt himself with that interview or whatever it was he gave that day. It did. Shouldn't he have. felt very like all shucky, small timey, like whatever. And but. then you saw the way that the senior day thing played out, and you realized what he was trying to say. But but we we don't live in a contextual world. No. You don't get the eight week later nuance uh, thing there. Yeah, it doesn't really work. Um, so. Coastal Carolina lost everybody. Um, might want to sell on the Chanticleers being your group of five, little whatever this year. Um, Freeze got very, very, very few people back. He was way down that list at Liberty. Um, so you think Freeze is going to be at Liberty? Well, look, we'll get to that in a second too. But <laughs> I don't think the loss of production is the reason that Freeze may or may not be at Liberty. Because, I mean, <laughs> he has recruited incredibly well for that level of football. They'll be yes. fine. They'll, they'll do whatever. Yeah. When are, they, when are they going to Conference USA? Is that still a couple years away? It's like a year or two. Okay. Soon. I mean, he'll run that league if he's still Oh, he'll there. do great. I mean, whatever that hell that's worth. Um, I mean, I can tell you this. There are people close to Hugh Freeze that are saying, stay where you are. You're a good fit. There's better opportunities down the road. Stay where you are. It's hard to, for people to do yeah. that. I mean, especially when you just. And they're wired. I mean, you're. You're wired a certain way. And, you know, can you get another Malik Willis there? I don't know. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 
or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. What are your goals for uh, 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet these goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change. Your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. There's no cost to you as a candidate. Everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022. You can contact them at 662-832-5138. I actually have my mailbag already up this morning, which was an achievement given how late I got started on it. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, excuse me, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662 662- Five six seven two five seven three or six six two eight four two thirty eight forty four. Brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com, just off Interstate fifty five in Grenada, Mississippi. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. And we're brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Uh, They have a delicious menu featuring euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, and more. Handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio. 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. Uh, John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis is going to join me fairly soon for a uh, travel podcast. I ask for questions at rebelgrove.com. I've gotten a lot of really good ones. We'll go over a lot of those in a podcast about travel. If you don't want to wait for that podcast, I don't blame you. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters and a budget. He will give you options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. They're based in Madison, Mississippi, with clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states as well. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and so much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So regardless of your level of wealth, Pinnacle is going to sit down with you. Listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Podcast is brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates, nickstanoxford.com. Go to the website and see multiple ways to all see all the homes available in Oxford and Lafayette County. O'Keefe Graham Claytoways and our team of associates will help you out. In a crazy real estate market, whether you're on the buy side or the sell side, they'll take care of you in a quick fashion with that. 662-281-1200. You can click the link in my message board signature or, again, contact them online at nickstanoxford.com or 662-281-1200. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark. Any SPARC service people across rural communities, two packages, the 100 Mbps, the Ignite, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So, uh, again, get the best internet around in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159. You know, I'm actually, just a quick thing here. I get 
what happened. I get that it was beyond the norm, but I kind of agreed with Lincoln Riley yesterday. Did you listen to this? Did you hear this on Coward yesterday? I heard his comment about he didn't take players from USC. He took players from the transfer portal. And look, was he being disingenuous? Sure. Everybody's cheating, though. Everybody's cheating. Everybody's tampering. Mm -hmm. So getting really worked up about what Lincoln Riley did is incredibly disingenuous. Because it's almost everybody look. would have done the same thing in that situation. It's been a bad look for Oklahoma. Yeah, they, they, they've looked petty and weird in this. Because, look, he's right. I mean, he he gave an incredibly good answer, and I would assume he probably knew the question was going, or maybe he's just answered this 7,000 times. I don't know. I don't know the guy. I don't know how intelligent he is or isn't. But he said that. He said, look, yeah, we did not take players from Oklahoma. We took players from the transfer portal. And frankly, if we didn't look into players that were in the transfer portal that can help USC, we would be doing our a, a disservice to the players we recruited at the other place because they're already in the portal. They're going somewhere. And two, to USC football as we're trying to improve. He's right. Like there's To me, somehow in this, Lincoln Riley has come out looking better than the University of Oklahoma from a PR standpoint. It's the girlfriend broke up with you. It was kind of public. Oh, it was, it was ugly. And your feelings were bad hurt. The very worst thing you can do in that moment, the single worst thing you can do in that moment is to go get on Facebook and blast him. Her. Just stop. Yeah, that's... Be bigger than that. Get over it. Get through your emotions. Go talk to your friends privately. Get it out. And then try to move on. Especially after you've started dating a new girl. Stop. Oklahoma's all over Facebook blowing up Lincoln Riley. Still, stop. Stop. She's gone. You know, this was a, this is a passing podcast topic one day. We just hit this for a minute. About kind of systemically things inside their program, frankly, how they handle things. Oklahoma was not SEC ready. Mm -hmm. This reads into that. It does. That, hey, guys, if this is working you dudes up like this, you better take a breath. They're in you got stuff coming. They they're, are, this is They're in for such an awakening, man. They're in for such an awakening. This is such a different league. You you And you try to tell people it's beyond the football. Yeah, no, it, it's it's – the football part self-explanatory. You think when you think SEC as 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 a blue blood like Oklahoma, you think, yeah, yeah, I get it. That trip to Alabama is going to be tough. That trip to Georgia yeah. is going to be tough. Yeah, that's like, not the point. Say, no, 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 dude, that ain't it. It's not. That's not it. It's the trip to Lexington that you're not prepared for. It's the trip to Starkville when you're the biggest thing that's happened there in a long time, and they show up. It's the trip to Fayetteville when it's 12 degrees and sleeting on November the 8th, and they love it. It's that. Well, it's just the day-to-day hit of it. I mean, as much as we want to make fun of the girl on the beach and the whole it just matters more, everything matters more. Every day, it is the biggest thing that goes on that day. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You don't get the break where it's, okay, well, Kansas State's cute. No, 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 Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Nope. Locked in. Everybody. And their fans are locked in. 365. Everybody. Buckle up. And usually you have to experience it first. Texas A&M will tell you that. In fairness to Texas A&M, they will tell you that it was culture shock. Yeah, sure. In total fairness to them, we make fun of them a lot, and they deserve it. I'll give them credit there. If you talk to people at Texas A&M who were there 
when they moved into the league, they will tell you that, whoa. They caught a really good break by getting into the league with Manziel. Sure. Because it softened the yeah, blow. Yeah, without that, it would have been really weird. But it, even with Manziel, they were like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It's still really hard. I mean, look at them last year. This the schedule, the way the schedule worked out. They come to Oxford in mid-November, and it's going to be hard to beat Ole Miss that night. That's this league. Remember when Ole Miss, like, not to bring up a bad topic, but in 2009 when Ole Miss went to South Carolina on that Thursday night? Shoo. Eric Norwood had his day. Dude, you were walking into an absolute snake pit. Good luck. Last night in basketball. Yeah. I mean, look at you know, the game in Fayetteville. That was Auburn walked into there. Better be ready. I mean, that's that's this league, and I don't know that OU is completely ready for that. And then all the recruiting stuff too, where everybody's after you. From that standpoint, from what we're talking about, I'm not sure that Texas isn't more ready than Oklahoma. Now they're not as good. They have some talent issues, but you can make the argument that of those two. Head coach programs, Sarkeesian will have his program more prepared for that. I think that's fair. I can tell you this, talking to people that are around Texas, they'll tell you that the uh, the trip to Fayetteville last year Woke it up. was a wake-up call yeah. and that Sarkeesian said as much. Like he talked to some people, not players and stuff, but talked to some people around the program that said, look, I've coached in that league and that's what this league is. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that. that. What happened was not a fluke. That wasn't, oh, well, whatever. No, 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 we, we got whipped and – we better, you know, I, I know for a fact that he told some people we better hope they're a ten-win team mm-hmm. because otherwise we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, and they do. When you got to get, when you got to head to LSU one week and then you turn around the next week and it's Ole Miss coming to town and Ole Miss has circled you, and you kind of take a mental break. Doesn't work. Mental breaks don't work. We'll get to Arkansas and Auburn in a second. Uh, elsewhere around the league last night, Kentucky just kind of played with South Carolina, won in Columbia by 10. They were up by five at the uh, at the break. The um, kid for Kentucky, Oscar, whatever his name is, I keep forgetting it. He had 18 and 14 last night. was really, really good for the Wildcats. Yeah. Um, LSU knocks off A&M in uh, College Station last night. Will Wade and his guys got it done, uh, 76-68 in, uh, in that one. A&M officially done. Yeah, they're out. Mark it out now. And then uh, in the other game last night, um, Scotty Pippen Jr. had 19 points, and Vanderbilt knocked off Missouri 70-62 to in Nashville last night. Give Vanderbilt credit. They're back to 5-6 and six in the league. They've, they've been okay. Vanderbilt's not a bad basketball no, team. No, no, and Pippen's a really good player. Yeah, they're, they're kind of riding their horse a little bit. Imagine that someone that comes from Scotty Pippen's DNA is good at basketball. Yeah, go go right. figure. Uh, so Kentucky is four in the net right now. Okay. Auburn stayed at seven after losing at, at Arkansas. Yeah, 80-76 in overtime. Uh, Tennessee is up to 11. LSU stayed at 16. Alabama goes into tonight at 24. Uh, Arkansas stayed at 37, proof that a home win doesn't do for you what a road win does. Uh, Florida is at 44. You talked about Mississippi State's game tonight. It is pivotal. Mississippi State comes into tonight's game 50th. That's the number. Tonight is an opportunity. You got, frankly, it's a must-win game because you don't get the home game bounce. It's in Starkville, correct? Uh, yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, 
Uh, A&M's down to 70. They're out. Uh, Vanderbilt's at 83. They're out. Ole Miss. They're dangerous. Hell at 83, though. Oof. They're scary. Ole Miss is 104. Uh, Carolina's 105. Missouri is 140 after losing. And uh, Georgia is down to 207. Good God. 207? 207. He's out. And I always look at this because I'm just curious. Speaking of Oklahoma, um, Oklahoma is 48 right now in the net. Texas is 14, so Texas is in great shape. Okay. Uh, and then, like I said, the game last night, crazy crowd in Fayetteville. Um, Arkansas knocking off Auburn 80-76. to 76. The Razorbacks now 19-5, and 8-3. and three. They've won eight or nine in a row. I don't nine know. in a row. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they, they won 10 in a row to start the season, lost five in a row, and then they've won nine in a row. There you go. Auburn twenty two and two, ten and one now in the uh in the league. Uh Note just incredible for Arkansas last night, twenty eight and five. Yeah. Um Kessler had sixteen and nineteen for uh for Auburn last night. For free throw differential was the difference in the game. I think Arkansas finished twenty six of thirty, I think, something like that. Something like that. Um Auburn was below five hundred, very below fifty percent, and their free throw percentages missed several one and ones. They they were really bad at the strike last I night. I didn't get to see a lot of it because I was in Tupelo with eight Carson. of seventeen. But Arkansas attacked them in a way that I don't know that Auburn's been attacked. I mean, when I say that, I mean they went downhill a lot. They drove in the second half. They got Kessler in foul trouble and yeah. they're fouling him out. Um, Jabari Smith last night just goes six of sixteen. He actually did not shoot the ball overly well. Um, he hit a couple of huge threes late to kind of try to hang him around for a minute. Um, ends up with twenty points. But in the first half, they boards. didn't even in the first half they didn't even use him. They got completely away from him. They're they're uh, if if I'm Bruce. Today, tomorrow, when they sit down and watch film, I got to have a conversation with my guards. And I know one of their starting guards didn't play. He's been sick for a week now, um, non-COVID, a stomach or something. Um, but I got to have a conversation about we have this kind of generational talent here, and we've got to utilize him. We've got to work the offense, get the ball to him more. You have to get him involved because Jabari didn't get into a into a uh, a groove until the second half. Well, now you've you've given the game away. Auburn's better than Arkansas, but they're not so much better that you can have the turnover mistakes that they had. That you can be as sloppy as they were for the periods that they were sloppy. And you know when you play one of his teams, his being Musselman's teams, that they're going to come at you. That is who they are. That is their DNA. That is what they do, and you know that's coming, and it seemed to catch them off guard early because Auburn's offense in the early part of that game was bad. Got got you got to incorporate Smith into your offense. Even if he's missing shots, you want Jabari Smith taking shots because mm-hmm. the shots eventually are going to fall, and he's going to get going. And then it worked out against Georgia when he went to the, to the rim. I'm not saying you would have scored there, but Wendell Green shot – at the end of regulation to win. Good God. It was a 32-footer. Yeah, he takes whatever it was at that point. I mean, like, holy hell. Yeah, no, it wasn't. What are you doing? You don't even get the ball in Smith's hands like it was. Smith's got to take that shot. If someone's taking a wild 30-footer, it's got to be Jabari Smith. That's my point. That's why I think, and I said this, I think I said this on Monday. Is it a green issue? Is it a coaching issue? What is it? You know, when you're 21-1 and or whatever they were. Yeah. I mean, look, you're, you're. Every locker room's a celebrated locker room to steal from Houston Nut. Yeah. 
It's all worked out. Hey, what we're doing works. Yeah, I know. Missouri gave you a run, but you won. Georgia. Georgia gave you a run, but you won. You got on the bus happy. They had a loss coming. They needed a loss. They they did. They needed a loss. Mm-hmm. It was coming soon. And last night was the the obvious. When you looked at their schedule, that's probably the one. It it works out great for Bruce. They'll destroy A and M Saturday. They they will they will mutilate Texas A and M Saturday. Bruce will have their attention now, and he doesn't even have to like peel the paint off the walls. They played well. They they took him to overtime. Could have easily won the game, but the fact is they they did some things last night that you'd rather do it now and learn from it. Say they played a game that will absolutely get them beat in March. Yeah, you play That's that in the Sweet did. Sixteen, and you're not going to the Elite Eight. Yeah, Purdue will get you. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta learn from, and they will. Bruce is a great coach. He'll learn from it. His team will um, they will benefit from last night. That last night will be a good thing for them. Yeah. And it was a good thing for for uh, for Musselman too. I mean, you got to give them credit. I mean, like I, I posted this last night, people are like he's weird. I'm like, yeah, but look how hard kids play for the guy. He's really worked the portal well. I can't think of the kid's name, the little five seven guard from Miami. I yeah. that kid, that kid's just fearless, man. I mean, he and he does not miss free throws. He gets to the line and makes makes free throws. They their abilities, their. Uh, is that right? Is it Williams? No, not is that wrong one. I'm talking about the, yeah. The, the, I can't remember the kid's name. I don't know. But they, he's Musselman's kind of built a little depth here in the last couple of weeks. They're they're. I don't think they're good enough to make a tournament run. Likes likes yeah. that's him. Yeah, but they've got like at least two elite players coming into their program next year, and. The atmosphere there last night was admirable. You have to give them credit. I mean, mm-hmm. so you know, you look at you look around the league, and the league's really good in basketball right now. It's kind of a fun league. Yeah. There's some good teams. Everybody's sleeping on Tennessee. They kind of went ugly. And yeah, they, they started the year poorly, and but they're starting to sort of find a a um, an identity. And I thought for LSU last night, we like to make fun of LSU, but I thought for LSU last night that was big. Yeah, they had to get get going, and and they had to play well, and they they played well early. Yeah, ended up winning by ten. And Kentucky's a title contender. They are, really and Auburn's good. a title contender. But if Auburn's going to win a title in a big game, the ball's got to get in Smith's hands, and that message has to get. And maybe now you can, you know, without you do get on green a little in film and go, hey, yeah, what, hey, what look, doing? what are you doing? You got the first pick. Use him, in the ball. And I'll tell you this, Kessler, man, Kessler's making NBA money. Week after week right now. That's the other good thing that happened that loss is he was upset and pissed last night, and that's good. Hey. Yeah. Knock the – Yeah. They kept going his face, and he was really struggling kind of at the end of that game last night. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah, I get it. It's it's a fun league. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the tournament will be a lot of fun for the teams that are good. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, and, and frankly, it's – dude, it's – I had this conversation with a couple people last night. I, I don't know, like – I I kind of copped out last night because I had other stuff I was working on and it was late when I got back and I can't write the basketball story about oh these young guys are getting to play they're not only one of them's getting to play and he's not playing much no they're not playing the young guys you know I, the it just I don't know it's I, I'll I'm just talking to you as much as anything right now I, I I don't know what I'm writing like what what do you write tonight. 
if if Ole Miss loses? What do you write if they win? I know nobody cares in the stream, but these are the things that we talk about sometimes. Like, what do you, what do you even write? And what's the story? It feels like you're sort of ignoring this elephant in the room, and and yet at the same time, I don't personally think anything's going to happen. I don't I don't think that's on the table. Yeah, at the moment. And I'm not saying it should or shouldn't be. I just don't know that it is. And tonight, the one thing I'm kind of watching the most is what's the crowd energy crowd because you see that crowd last night you see the crowds that auburn has gotten that alabama has gotten like you look at the alabama game this year when baylor came to town that place was a zoo mm-hmm. um tennessee's had big crowds kentucky's kentucky you look around the league and you're like we're not that and yet how do you get there and you look at that and you you want that right yeah sure i mean you know it's like I don't. I don't think I've said this. It's repetitive. I just don't think it, in today's SEC. Speaking of what Oklahoma's in for, I don't know that in today's SEC and in, in the in the major sports, the five sports that can achieve a high profile, and so that includes women's basketball and softball. Yeah, sure. I just don't think you can abandon any of those sports. I don't yeah. think you can go. Well, this just isn't for us. Well, and Key sure as hell not abandoning men's basketball. No, 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 no. Come on. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery. It is a king cake season. You can order those all the way through March 1st. We told you about the new flavor they had going yesterday. It's cheesecake. They fill a homemade king cake dough with their uh, cheesecake dip and top it with cinnamon sugar. It's then rolled, braided, and baked. Top with their icing and more cheesecake dips. Available for pre-order now until Fat Tuesday, along with plain cinnamon, lemon curd, or praline pecan flavors. 24-hour notice required on that. Also, you can get the... Uh, the Valentine's boxes, there are multiple different options for those uh, between cheese trays, charcuterie trays, and more. Remember, they make all their nutritional cheese in-house there in Oxford on White Oak Lane just off Molly Bar. I stopped by yesterday, picked up one. 662-419-9201 or cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Uh, College Corners, your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. By the way, uh, I do, I do want to get your thoughts on this. I'll get back to the the reader on College Corner. Have okay. you have you looked at my mailbag yet? I'm not. No. While I'm reading these, if you pull the mailbag up, look at uh, Avery's question, the tweet about the person throwing the bell pepper. Okay. And let's just. I want to get your thoughts on what that is. Okay. Because I've. I, I I couldn't figure that out. There was a lot there. Okay. Uh, the College Corner is your one stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's uh it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you uh, live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-801. One seven seven seven. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern six six two four two nine forty four twenty nine. Running out of time for uh, Valentine's Day, but you still have time. So get in touch with the people at Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford, eleven twenty six North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for seventy three seventy four years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry. Children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's all there at Lamons, 662-234-2777. ACS is owned by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. 
They have a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. Uh, if you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions, our large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS, has you covered. Uh, they can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with them, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start, so get in touch with them before the uh, Super Bowl on Sunday, and that way you can get the warm-up patch before or while you drink and use that overtime patch after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep and get ready for a day that should be a national holiday but isn't. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for your next play. It's GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Valentine's Day right around the corner, as we just mentioned. If you're still looking for that perfect gift for your special someone, Dead Soxy has your gifting covered because nothing says I love you like some good socks. Dead Soxy has increased the discount on the Rebel Grove code to 30% off from now through midnight on February the 14th. So head over to the site, deadsoxy.com, see all the new styles, take advantage of this amazing offer at Dead Soxy. And uh, Brothrow, it's a social sports betting network, ready for the Super Bowl, you want to put some bets in, want to have some fun, go to brothrow.com. It's a really cool, fun way to bet, no third party, no juice, over time, that saves you money. Start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. Take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at brothrow.com. And just a quick reminder, you have until April, I'm sorry, February the 20th to sign up for Oxford Park Commission Baseball. It's oxfordparkcommission.com. Podcast is brought to you by Style Assembly. They're on the square in Oxford, 203 North Lamar. It's next to Blind Pig. Newest boutique in Oxford offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, sunglasses, and much more. It is a, a t- great time for gift cards for Valentine's Day because you purchase a gift card for the lady in your life, or maybe just for yourself. If you're one of our four percenters, get an additional 10% off added to the card. So, an extra 10% added to the card when you mention you saw it on the site, podcast, however, just reference us when you do that. And then for uh, four percenters, head in, create a wish, wish list in the store over the phone. It's left on file. Guys can call in or stop by, pick something off the list. It's a win win for everybody. Live and wrap it up, have it waiting on you and not in Oxford. That's not a problem. They ship as well. You can call or DM on Instagram to place an order. Phone number 662-638-3163. Ask for Kate. The owner should personally help you assemble the style you're looking for. That is shop uh, styleassembly.com. Again, 638-3163. So I think I found the original author of it. Um, okay. It is an Alan Wagner, it appears, from November of 2021, um, November 4th. And what you're referencing is a uh, flyer is put on a on a put appeared to be a telephone pole of some sort. Yes. Um, it says who does it in big red letters. Every evening a pepper falls down the chimney. Every evening. Mm-hmm. Pictures of a pepper with "I hate you" scribbled that are inscribed into it. Right. Um, a picture of how they throw it into the chimney. Caught throwing it from a doorbell cam, and then a chimney a bell pepper laying in their logs. It appears. Um. Every evening a pepper falls down the chimney. I worship the Lord and have never made an enemy. Who's doing it? Question mark. I have a one of a kind relationship with Christ. He's harmed people for me. He can find you in any town, and I suggest you end your campaign. Mm-hmm. Then at the bottom, let's talk about this. Four one two five five two three one eight three. 
Are we more scared of the ch- of the pepper thrower or of this individual? We're more scared of this individual. I'm more scared right? of this person because this person is saying, "I know who you are." I think, and it doesn't. I mean, doesn't. I mean, it, it says, "I I can have you hurt." Right, it's my interpretation, but it's not a direct threat in case the cops come because I hey, I just know Christ and he might do something. <laughs> right, I'm not. Hey, I'm gonna go slit them. Yeah. Who takes the time to throw a pepper every day in someone's chimney? And then two, how many peppers we got? Because that's a hell of a throw. And it takes. I'm a, incredibly impressed with the throw. I know because you're not hitting a thousand on that, right? I mean, you're not Tom Brady. And it takes a minute to inscribe "I hate you" on a bell pepper. Do we believe this at all? Chase. But again, why? Chase, we've been, right. after the last two years, okay. after the last two years of your existence, is there anything that you would just not believe? Just, But again, why? On all counts. Well, the person throwing the bell peppers where you'd want to start, like, why are you doing this? Like, what, what's the deal? Finds it funny, but has the time and the energy and the... Think they kept doing it after the fire? Or do you think the flyer came and they're like, ah, you know what, I better stop? Or do you think they made the call and said, hey, I was just goofing around, I'm sorry? No, I don't think anybody called. You think it just it just ended? Yeah, 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 yeah I do. He appears to also to be doing a lot of these things. This is why I don't believe it. If you go to his Twitter account, like he hangs up a lot of flyers. It's not a one-time flyer. So you think these are just flyers to be funny? I I think that is a possibility, yes. I think that's at least at least it's either that or this dude needs to be like watched by someone, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> nothing nothing surprises me. I mean, no, look, well, again, even if it is all fake, again, who is taking the time? Right. Why is this what it is that is <laughs> Like he has one here, it goes found, colon, bowl, white bowl, and at the bottom, a picture of the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, like inscribed on the bottom of the bowl. Not offering the bowl back, I just want to meet the woman. <laughs> Trust me, I've known you a hundred years in my heart. I will take you as you are. Take one of these restaurant buzzers, walk around, and it will buzz when you're in front of my house. Oh. Yeah. Got a lot of stuff here. I'm, 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 I'm. I think we've been duped. Could be. Yeah. Again, I'm still worried about the guy because who has the time or the effort or the inclination. But nonetheless, that's kind of where I'm sitting here. So. And more of a relationship with an Old Testament God than the New Testament God, I'm thinking, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? The, <laughs> I mean, that's what's being implied there. <laughs> the sinners in the hands of the angry God a little bit here. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, yeah. a little more aggressive <laughs> yeah. on, on, on the scope. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's fair. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have some more baseball to you later today. We um, again, we'll have the defensive side of the uh, the roster snapshot as well coming up soon, and then uh, Ole Miss basketball tonight. Alabama seven thirty start for that from the Pavilion here in Oxford. Um, Rebels and Tide. So hope you all have a wonderful afternoon, wonderful day, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.